Blog Talk Radio. Alongside my darling wife, Suzanne, handling the phones tonight. My good friend Stephen Wilson has the evening off again. I'd like to talk to Corbett. He's been getting he's been getting too many Tuesday evenings off. <laughs> but again, the number to call in is two one five three eight three thirty six eighty one. The way the crow flies, I'm approximately eight miles south of this two point six six mile monster we call Talladega Super Speedway. As we spoke last Tuesday evening, we had uh, our good friend Joshua Altison. He done a great job, and tonight we got coming on here shortly. We got my good friend Spencer Board there, driver of that number twenty uh, Chevy Silverado in the NASCAR Gander Outdoor and RV Truck Series for Young's Motorsports. He will be joining us shortly. But as we spoke, like I said, we spoke last week. Uh, everything was on the go for Atlanta Motor Speedway. We were going over to uh, to cover everything there with uh, that bunch. We got a 
we got a statement, we got an email that uh, NASCAR was going to cancel fans from being inside the track, but they were still going to have the race. So, you know, and they were going to allow media in the media center. So Suzanne and myself, we packed everything up Friday and headed over, and we got all the way to half an hour. I was going to stop and get some gas, and all of a sudden I started hearing Flamert Reynolds and them talking on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90 about there's going to be some breaking news come out here about Atlanta Motor Speedway, and I was like, well, let's just sort of sit here and wait and see what's going to happen. But uh, I did not have any idea. I did not have a clue, nothing from my sources, that we were not going to race at Atlanta Motor Speedway this past weekend. And uh, I want to go over to uh, some of the notes I've got. Uh, I've got a statement from Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, This is from uh, Executive Vice President and General Manager Brandon Hutchinson. Uh, let's talk about the supposed uh, quick trip 500. I'm going to read it, quote, unquote, in 60 years of NASCAR history at Atlanta, this might be the most unusual circumstances we've ever encountered. Our fans and their health and safety are always our top priority, and the decision to race without them was made after much discussion with NASCAR in con- consultation with our public health officials. Ticket holders for this weekend's events will receive a full credit to return to next year's uh, next year's race, or they can use their credit at another SMI track in 2020 or 2021. And it's going to say, we truly regret how things turned out for our fans and hope each person who planned to be here will tune in for a great show on television. I know the NASCAR drivers want that as well. We look forward to hosting our fans uh, NASCAR weekend 2021. That was before the we realized NASCAR actually didn't. Uh, they were not going to put. Uh, they were going to put the cars on track. They were going to let us media be there to cover that. But that's the statement that was given then. And uh, like I said, we're going to bring Spencer Lord on. I want to get a lot. I want to hear about his uh, logistics and everything about being there. Uh, seen a lot of posts on social media. And Spencer's a guy. He always goes out to the infield. He always goes in the infield. He always talks to talks to the fans and. A lot of his sponsors, one of my good sponsors that I like that he has is Kick-Ass Beef Jerky. Uh, I hadn't got any yet, so maybe I can get I can get some whenever he comes on the uh, on the uh, show. We'll, we'll we'll figure that out later. And then also we had to, today NASCAR updated its uh, sanctioned body rule book, uh, section five dot one, private vehicle testing. And this is per the sanctioned body rule book. I will read it, too. Due to unprecedented events, all testing not directly related to the next-gen car, and I've got, before I go on any, any further, NASCAR had a, had a teleconference with uh, with Steve Phelps, and I've got that downloaded. We're going to play that after uh, Spencer comes on. But it's banned until further notice. This includes, but it's not limited to, wind tunnels, full and scale models, climatic tunnels, Seven eight posters, K and C rigs, static and dynamic driver simulations, simulators, etc. So that's just a little bit to talk about that. And uh, this with this COVID ID, you know, we also had uh, yesterday. I was uh, texting with my good friend Russell Brunham there at Tato Super Speedway. We were talking. We we're going to try to see if he could come on and sort of talk to Spencer since Spencer won the. Uh, the truck race here last October, Sugarland Shine 250 there at Tato Super Speedway. We were going to surprise him and bring Russell on. And also, we started getting all these, all these emails, all these notes from different tracks. And Tato Super Speedway is one of them. And NASCAR has said they are, they're banning, but not banning. I'm trying to look for where they're, they're still postponing the races all the way up like seven weeks. You know, we'll hear what Steve Phelps has to say there. And after that seven weeks, the first scheduled race back is supposed to be Martinsville Speedway there. That would be the first night race for the Cup Series under under the lights there at Martinsville. So it's going to be very interesting because I know my good friend Steve Wilson at SpeedwayDigest.com. He's planning on going to that. And like I said, Suzanne and I went over to Atlanta and got almost a state line. We had to turn around and go back. And uh, from what my sources tell me and from what Steve Phelps says, we're probably going to try to work in some of these seven races or ever how long, ever how many races that we don't get in. We're going to try to work them into the schedule without going into the into the playoff side of it where you might have a double hitter there or something 
text from somebody. Hold on, I'm trying to read this text. Okay, I got a text from Suzanne. My voice is skipping. Suzanne, it sounding better now. I might have a loose connection on something. I'm checking stuff. But again, the number to call in is 215-383-3681. Again, I'm Tim Spain. Uh, Stephen Wilson has the evening off, and we're waiting on Spencer Board to come on here shortly. We're going to get him going on. And uh, Suzanne's still texting me. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can tighten everything up. All right, that should be a little bit better right there. But again, like I said, we're waiting on Spencer Boyd. And we got, uh, this is, I've been around this sport for some time now. Probably, I don't know, I don't want to tell my, don't want to tell my age, but uh, I know I worked for uh, ISC back in the mid-80s. I worked for the late, great uh, Enoch Staley, which owns, uh, owned the North Wilkesboro there. I worked for him here at Tado Super Speedway when I was in high school. We used to check out and we actually got to sit up in some of the uh, spotters, spotter stands there and uh, check everything out. And let's take a little quick break. We'll be, we'll, we'll be right back live from Tyler Super Speedway. Again, I'm Tim Spain alongside my darling wife, Susan. NASCAR driver Brad Keselowski, and you're listening to the Pit Stop Radio. We're back live from Duggan Nation again. I'm Tim Spain, alongside my darling wife, Suzanne. She's manning the phone lines there. I had some complaints about it was sound like it was skipping. I think I figured out the problem. I think it sounds a lot better. But, again, we're waiting on the finisher board to come in here. Driver the number 20, uh, Chevy Silverado there for Young's Motorsports. Again, uh, we'll go ahead and go into our next segment uh nascar uh sent us out a note today uh that steve phelps had a teleconference there talking about this coronavirus deal so let's go ahead and listen to what uh 
what Steve Phelps had to say there in the teleconference to us media people about the coronavirus and the postponing of these race events. Hey, thank you, uh, and welcome everyone to uh, and tap, uh, to today's media teleconference here with NASCAR President Steve Phelps. Uh, we appreciate you all making the time. Uh, we also realize that you have a number of questions for Steve here today, and we're going to try to get through as many questions as we have um, for this teleconference. We're, we're planning to set aside 20 minutes, uh, a lot of activity going on here, as you might imagine, so we're going to try to get through as many as we can and uh, do the best we can with that. And with that said, I'll turn it over to NASCAR's president, Steve Phelps. Thank you, Eric. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you uh, joining us today. Uh, I'm just make a quick opening statement, as, as I typically do, and then uh, open it up for questions. So um, as Eric said, I want to thank you for, for joining us today. We know you have a number of questions, and we appreciate your patience as we've worked through what is an incredibly fluid process, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Um, Hopefully we can answer uh, a bunch of your questions, but understand that there are many more that we simply do not have answers for at this time. We're navigating this process with the entire industry and look forward to providing further details when they're finalized. Uh, we're working through both the complexity of our sport and our many industry stakeholders, as well as the complexity of this pandemic and its impact on our daily lives. I would like to express my gratitude to you, the media, our teams, our drivers, the racetracks, and everyone in the industry for their incredible patience and cooperation over the past week. These clearly are unprecedented times um, with information changing by the hour. Collectively, our industry has made several difficult decisions, all with one thought in mind, the health and safety of our fans, our competitors, employees, and everyone in the industry. The situation we are facing transcends the world of sports. What is most important now is that we take precautions to, to keep everyone as safe as possible during these challenging times. With that, I'm happy to answer questions. And once again to our phone audience today, that is star and one if you would like to ask a question. We'll hear first from the line of Dustin Long at NBC Sports. Please go ahead. Your line is open, sir. Thank you. Uh, Steve, a couple questions. Uh, when you look at uh, trying to figure out the remaining 2020 schedule, uh, are you looking at uh, midweek races, double hitters, racing during the Olympic breaks? What what are the the options, and what is a serious consideration being given by NASCAR at this point? You know, Dustin, we are um, most most importantly, we we intend to race. Um, you know, that all our 36 points paying uh, points races, as well as the All Star event. Um, what those look like at this particular point, we're looking broadly about what our options are. Um, you know, this particular point, we, we would like to finish the season um, at, at Phoenix and keep the playoff portion intact. Um, with that said, there will require a lot of different um, opportunities for us to look at. Um, and we're in the process of doing that. So no specifics around midweek races or, you know, I've heard about doubleheaders and different, different things. So at this particular point, a lot of things on the on the um, on the table for us to look at, working with our race teams, working with our racetracks to make sure that you know the the things that are that we're putting on the table are feasible for us to do. Also, ask you about just about the team. Uh, certainly, there's some questions with the sport being shut down for a couple months about uh, finances. Uh, is there a way? Uh, I guess a lack of a better term, a subsidy for teams in any of the national series or an essence of like a parent giving a child an advance on allowance uh, race winnings at some point to, in some degree to kind of help teams move along or is anything to discuss about uh, helping teams financially through the next couple months? Yeah, I think what I would say there, Dustin, no specifics around, you know, around um, – subsidies or anything of that nature. We are working with our teams uh, closely to have them, uh, you know, industry-wide to make sure that, you know, we are all financially viable moving forward during this, you know, kind of during this, um, you know, postponement of our races. Thank you. And I'm going to hold up right there on the interview there, Steve Phelps there. That was a telecom this afternoon from NASCAR. Discussing the uh, COVID 
virus and all this stuff that's going on. I'm gonna bring on my good friend. Uh, he finally made it. He told me he had he was he's been really busy. He's been in the shop since they've been off. Let's bring on my good friend, winner of the Sugarland Shine two fifty here at my home track, Taldoo Super Speedway, Mr. Spencer Board in the pit stop with Tim Spain and Stephen Wilson in here. So uh, it's just Tim Spain. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. How you doing this evening, brother? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Doing good. Had always bring you in with a with a, with a something good, man. You know, hell, we got to. <laughs> I mean, we don't <laughs> we don't have any NASCAR to watch, and there's there's a lot of eye racing going on. But how you doing, brother? I ain't I ain't talked to you since uh, which I I didn't get to talk to you in Beecher Lane here today because I was in the press box. Uh, but I I think we paid you on since then. I think we have. But congratulations again. How how does it feel to be a winner in the top tier series, there, brother? Yeah, man, it's uh it's definitely life changing. That uh incredible weekend, um, awesome, man. I think about it every day, and and we got the uh, trophy on display with the truck uh, from the win at the shop. So uh, pretty cool, man. We had so many people uh, over the off season stop by and get pictures, and uh, you know it was a great deal for myself and the team and. Uh, you know, they've been in the sport seven years and uh, finally got that win. So I was uh, lucky enough to be the pilot. Congratulations, brother. You, you, uh, you will that some gun run there good. Spencer, uh, I, I want to thank you for taking time out to, to, to call in. Like I said, uh, you know, you and I text back and forth a little bit. Uh, Suzanne and I, you know, I know y'all were, y'all were already at the track at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I got the notes from NASCAR that they were going to, um, they were going to run the race, but there were not going to be any fans in the seats. But us media could attend. So, you know, I already already had my hotel booked. I know you already had everything booked, too. I mean, you already had the hauler and everything there. Well, going over Friday morning, I know you were already there. Uh, I stopped in a little town called Heflin, Alabama, which is right on the Georgia-Alabama state line, and I was going to fuel up. Well, I was listening to Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90 and Larry McReynolds, and then they were talking about a statement coming out from Atlanta Motor Speedway. And Suzanne said, are they going to cancel it? I said, I don't think so because they've already said that they're going to race, but with no fans and we're going to be there. But uh, I filled up, uh, Suzanne calls it Betty Chevy, her her, her Chevy Trailblazer there, pulled around the side. Let's pull around here to the side, just wait and listen, and then we got the word. But just talk a little bit about how – Spencer Boyd spent the weekend, Ken, but how Spencer Boyd was so hyped up going to Atlanta Motor Speedway, and all of a sudden, boom, we're not going to race. Yeah, man. Uh, I was pretty jazzed up to get to the racetrack. Uh, we got a new sponsor, uh, the Orion Cooker. They're actually out of Atlanta, and it's a uh, charcoal grill, and uh, great for smoking some ribs. And, uh, you know, I was excited to get to the racetrack, uh, new paint scheme, all that fun stuff. Uh, we had a rough weekend at Vegas. So was just excited to get back to the racetrack, kind of redeem ourselves as the 20 team. But um, I went down a few days early. I got down to Atlanta on Wednesday, uh, was taking a truck and trailer and a golf cart down for a friend, and uh, was staying at their condo for the weekend and uh, right there at the racetrack. So beautiful view. I uh, got to see everyone set up the souvenir stands and take them down, and we got the news that we were going to race without fans. And uh, that's kind of strange, you know, Um you know, it's, it's different. I mean, we're a sport that isn't like anything else. You can't really hear the fans when you're out there racing. But, uh, you know, when you're climbing in, you see everyone and, and you're excited. And I thought it'd be a good opportunity to get some serious TV time with so many other sports canceling. And I uh, thought this might be unique. And uh, it was unfortunate that they canceled the race. But uh, you got to stand behind NASCAR. And at the end of the day, they got to protect themselves and protect the people in the grandstands and within the business. So, uh, definitely a bummer situation, and uh, it's just kind of gotten more wild since then of uh, all the cancellations and and just you know figuring out uh, what the next step is and you know where we're going to go back racing and uh, what this is going to do to the economy. And with that being said, Spencer, to add to what you just said, uh, 
you're a big fan person. You go out to the infield. Uh, you go out the infield. You go around. You talk to fans. You take pictures. You post stuff on social media. You you sign hero cards. You give them away. You give away. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a plug there, or give Kick Ass Beef Jersey a plug too. You you go around and do all yeah. that. Did you get to, Did you get to do any of that uh, Friday morning or Thursday evening before NASCAR postponed everything? So uh, Thursday, you know, I met with some people out in the, the not in the track. I didn't actually go inside, but uh, out there in the uh, camp area around the racetrack, uh, and, and people were kind of just, you know, wondering what was going to happen. They're like, you know, you think you're racing? What's, you know, is it no fans? Is they didn't quite understand what was going on, you know, because they're there camping. So they're like, can we not go in the grandstands? We got to sit at our camper. And I'm like. Man, uh, I'm just out here passing out kick-ass beef jerky and some Orion Cooker koozies. I really, I don't have the answers, but uh, um, it was uh, interesting conversations, and I felt bad because those people are, you know, taking off work, uh, getting there early. You know, this might be the only race they go to all year, and uh, things just started getting complicated. Uh, but uh, it was a good time, you know, getting to chat with those uh, those those groups and just figure out uh, what was going to happen. And then it was just all of a sudden on Friday, you know, we thought, okay, we're just going to qualify and race on Friday now uh, and kind of shorten the weekend up. And we're all standing at the garage waiting to go in. I'm like, man, no practice. Just line them up. Let's go qualify one lap. I'm like, all right, you know, like, is our splitter good? What are we doing? Like, are we going to change the setup a little bit uh, just to, you know, be a little more on the conservative side here? Or, or what are we doing? And then they just said, hey, cancel we're, we're not racing, go ahead and go home. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, in your mind, you're just getting ready to go race. And I've had so much fun the first couple races. Uh, they haven't necessarily worked out the way we wanted to. Uh, we haven't started off the way we did the year before. But uh, Daytona, we had a really good Care Life Chevy and uh, lost fuel pressure with two to go, restarting ninth. And then Vegas, uh, we just missed it there. And so – you're just looking at the next racetrack. You want to get out there and you want to do a good job and you want to kind of, that's the easiest way to forget about the last is uh, to, you know, move on to the next race. And here we are, we got a, I don't know, like eight weeks off, seven weeks off or something. So uh, things are just wild in our world right now. Yeah. And not only the, uh, the NASCAR world too. I mean, you know, everything's going crazy with, uh, they canceled March Madness and, you know, all this stuff going on. And people are talking about 2020, Spencer, but Friday the 13th was when we got that bad news. And not only, but um, I want to I wanna jump ship and talk about Tom Brady. I know you're a big football fan. Tom Tom Brady, all of a sudden, boom, it's like the coronavirus. He ain't going back to New England either, bro. I know, man. It's, it's so many things are going on, and the sports world is uh... – is wild and it's not all about NASCAR, right? You know, a lot of us are fans of other sports and, you know, I'm a huge fan of uh, Tom Brady and just, you know, his ability, right? Like a lot of people aren't Kyle Busch fans, but you got to respect his ability. So I kind of look at things like that and, uh, you know, what kind of person they are off the field or off the track and uh, crazy. I thought, I thought we'd see him there for a long time and uh, probably get another Super Bowl ring, but, uh, I don't think his days of chasing Super Bowl rings are done. Uh, it's just going to be in a different jersey. So um, we'll see what happens. But just uh, the world right now, there's uh, so much going on and uh, so many things that everyone's uncertain about. But uh, hopefully everything gets under control. Uh, you got to take your health serious. And uh, we don't want this deal spreading any more than it already is. And um, I know we'll be back at the racetrack soon, but – uh, I put a tweet out right before this call, and uh, I cruised through my neighborhood. I, I live, like, in the back of the neighborhood, and I've never seen so many bicycles and so many uh, people out walking their dogs. It was just, like, tons of husbands and wives uh, walking their pets, and I'm just like, I didn't realize so many people lived here. I thought everyone uh, everyone worked, or, you know, I, I didn't realize uh, how many people lived in this neighborhood, and uh, that was kind of cool to see. So uh, I think we might see some people uh, getting their butts off the couch and uh, kind of enjoying things and realizing uh you know life doesn't necessarily revolve around work or uh xbox that's right amen spencer and uh i know your time is limited but i got a couple more questions spencer if uh if i can um i know you know like i mentioned earlier i don't know if i mentioned it when you were on the show i know i mentioned about you coming on when i were when i was talking and um you're a big workout fanatic too and 
with all this going on with this COVID ID, with this COVID-19 stuff, does uh, Spencer Ford still go to the shop there at Young's Motorsports, or does he stay at home and work out on his own? Just want to ask that one. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm working out a lot. I I wish it was more effective sooner. But, uh, yeah, I work out with uh, Hunter from Fit Stop, and uh, we – Use the gym at a uh, Coyla Joyce place, and uh, I was working out with Corey today. And uh, you know, we're all, uh, you know, you can't let the season get away from you. And uh, making these races up midweek and things like that, you know, you need to stay on top of it and uh, stay healthy. And uh, I think you know, having a strong immune system and working out is uh, hand in hand. So uh, we're moving on as business as usual. And uh, Young's Motorsports, I mean, you're hearing a lot of things uh, in NASCAR and just different teams and what they're doing. And I had lunch with uh, another driver from another team and, and they're doing things a lot differently than we are. And uh, fortunately everyone at Young's uh, has a job and uh, you know, the Young's family uh, really appreciates everyone's work ethic and uh, they're great people. So I'm um, happy to see everyone still have a job right now. And uh, obviously racing financially, uh, things are going to uh, kind of be difficult for a little while, but we're not the only team fighting that, and uh, we're not the only industry either. So uh, I think it's a opportunity for everyone to kind of band together and uh, have each other's back. Hey, Amen, brother. And Spencer, before we let you jump out of here, you know I want to let you thank all your sponsors and everything, but I've got a I've got a call for the eight six three area code. A guy by the name of Scott said he's friends with you. I'm gonna bring him on. I think he wants to ask yeah. a question. And this is if it's a hoax. If it's a hoax, I'll dump him out. But, uh, Scott, you're in the pit stop with Timmy Spain and uh, Spencer Board. What's your question there for Spencer? Hey, Spencer, I've known you for quite a while. Met you, first time we met you was at Martinsville in the infield with Amy and William. What made you want to become a race car driver? I always wanted to ask you that, just never had a chance to. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. Good to hear your voice, and I uh, hope everyone in the family is doing good. And, um, you know, during this time, everything's good. But uh, for me, man, uh, pretty wild. Uh, my parents, uh, you know, being an only child, my parents kind of let me do a lot of cool things and um, kind of lead the family for sure on <laughs> what we were doing. And uh, they got me into dirt bikes uh, when I was four years old and go-karts when I was five and uh, just the competition. And I played all the other sports and uh, wasn't a big team fan. <laughs> I, just, I didn't like losing games because of another kid or uh, I'm sure it was my fault every now and then. But, uh, you know, personally i just loved being in control and i could go home and say i lost that race because you know i went too fast into this corner and i fell from first to third or second to fifth and you're you could just analyze things and uh, at a young age my dad worked really hard um for me you know racing and working on the carts and just analyzing everything he's an engineer so we talked about racing every night and um it's just i watched racing on tv and and racing was everything, and um, fell in love with it, and thought, I want to be the next Jeff Gordon or Jimmy Johnson, and, uh, you know, uh, as time goes on, you realize you want to be your own person, and, uh, you know, kind of have your own values, and, and things like that, but I knew I wanted to be a race car driver, and uh, hopefully create the Spencer Boyd brand, and we've been working on it ever since. Well, I, I will say this, Spencer, the drivers that are big names, like Kyle and Kevin, they need to take a page out of your book, because you're the most fan-friendly driver I've ever seen, and that's me being honest, buddy. But I uh, wish you the best the rest of the season, and, and we'll see you when we get to the track. Uh, catch you soon, buddy. Appreciate it. Good to hear you. Yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it, brother. That was Scott there. Uh, uh, I didn't mean to go where I went, Spencer, but, you know, sometimes we get these calls that we don't know who it is, and uh, I know when you and Joshua was doing y'all show, on our network, you know, you sometimes get these get these calls that comes in, but Suzanne sort of screens them pretty well. But uh, a yeah. good question there for uh, for Scott. I mean, you know, I didn't mean to put Scott on the spot there. My bad, bro. <laughs> All good. All good. All good. But yeah, we're uh, all right, we're having fun, and uh, we're all excited to get back to the racetrack, and uh, hopefully everyone can uh, find something to watch on TV and uh, maybe watch some old races. I know I'll be doing that a lot. That's right, and tonight, uh, Spencer, uh, I know I got the note from Stuart Haas Racing. They're doing their uh, e-NASCAR race tonight at Homestead Miami Speedway. Do you do any e-NASCAR racing stuff there on our racing? 
I definitely do some iRacing. Uh, I got my simulator back working today of all days. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a priority there for a little while. We've just been uh, you know, working hard at the shop and getting things ready to go to the racetrack uh, with three races in a row. But uh, now that we got a break, uh, iRacing has been popular and uh, back on my radar. So got that fixed. Uh, spent a couple hours on it with a couple buddies over here uh, this afternoon and uh, I'll be doing some eye racing, probably getting ready for uh, Charlotte, I guess, and, uh, you know, running some different tracks and different race cars is always a good time. And um, definitely, if you have eye racing, jump on there. You'll catch guys like myself and Balicki and Tyler Ankrum and, and so many young guys uh, on there quite a bit. We don't have uh, too much to do except uh, think about racing, uh, promote our sponsors, and uh, work out and try and become better race car drivers this month. And you brought up a good point there, Spence, before I let you go. Uh, Josh Balicki, I'm good friends with Josh. Do you race him hard, or do you sort of you sort of play it easy with Josh? You know, Josh is, you know, <laughs> and you too now. This, which one gives gives away to the other, <laughs> if I should say? Oh, man. We, uh, we raced Xfinity together in 2018, and uh, we were in the garage area next to each other most weekends, and we were on the racetrack together most weekends and uh you know it was like we were very similar in speed or our pit crew would get us out or behind you know one another and uh we raced each other pretty hard quite a few times uh we had a lot of respect i think we rubbed fenders uh once or twice but um it's it's been really good and and josh is a hard worker uh kind of put him in that that category the guys that fight hard to get to the racetrack and uh, they're not racing off of uh family and, and things like that so um, him and Josh Williams and myself, uh, we all chat a lot. We lean on each other at the racetrack, and uh, we all got different backgrounds. You know, Josh Williams comes from ARCA. I come from late models, so I'm way more excited about going to short tracks and getting on that brake pedal and out braking someone and leaning on them and moving them and things. And, and Josh comes from the road, and Josh Balicki comes from the road courses. So uh, we all kind of chat and uh, try and become better race car drivers. We're in similar equipment most of the time when we're racing so um it's a lot of fun man you uh you become buddies with people and you do race each other hard uh, josh williams and i we have raced each other pretty hard at times and uh he's bumpered me a couple times under caution or uh, cut me off on pit road so uh we're all out there doing the best we can for our sponsors but at the end of the day uh, we got a smile on our face 99.9 uh, percent of the time that's awesome, Spencer. And again, thanks for taking time to come on. Everybody here at uh, the Pit Stop Radio on Speedway Digest, we uh, congratulate you for that win there at Tado Super Speedway. Let everybody let everybody know if they can follow you on social media and all your sponsors, brother. You got the floor, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to jump on here and chat, guys. I uh, hope everything is well, and uh, we talk again soon, and hopefully have some more news. But uh, as of lately. I've uh, been going to the racetrack with a lot of great partners. Uh, my dad has uh, type 2 diabetes, and, and he's been on uh, Cure Life for a little while, and it's helped his levels. And uh, they were my primary sponsor at Daytona. Uh, American Pavement, uh, Orion Cooker came on board with us, and uh, so many great partners that have been with me uh, for a couple of years, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, Freedom Warranty, uh, new partner, uh, Gearhead Coffee, and MGP Caliper Cover. So, so many great people helping me out and getting us to the racetrack every week, and looking forward to getting back here real soon. Follow me on Twitter at Spencer Boyd, Instagram at Spencer Boyd PR, and Facebook, Spencer Boyd Racing Fan Page. Spencer, thank you very much, brother. And if you get a chance, uh, shoot me a little bit of that kick-ass beef jerky. I'll send you my address, if that's okay. Yes, sir. Well, I got time now, so I'll make sure we get it done. All right. Thanks, Spencer. I'll shoot you my... Uh, uh, my mailing address there and get me some kick-ass beef jerk. Spencer, thank you very much for taking time to call in tonight, and good luck on the rest of the whatever season we got going here in 2020. And I will see you at a track. I don't know when. It might be midweek, like you mentioned, like Steve Phelps mentioned. But, again, uh, Spencer, thank you very much for being a good friend. We'll talk to you later, brother. Talk soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Thanks, brother. That was Spencer Boyd there driver there at Young's Motorsports. Uh, he was having issues calling in, but we got him in there. I want to thank him for calling in. I want to thank that guy, Scott, for calling in and asking a question. But right at this time, we're going to take a little quick break, and I want to go back to uh, that teleconference there with uh, Steve Phelps talking about uh, the, state of the, the state of the sport there with NASCAR. But let's take a little quick break. 
We'll be right back. You know, I'm Tim Spain alongside of Suzanne Spain. You're, uh, we're live from Dagger Nation. Suzanne to Spain. I want to thank Spencer Boyd for joining us. Uh, that was a real good conversation. My good friend there, Spencer Boyd, there won the uh, Sugarland Shines uh, two fifty there at Tado Two Speedway last October there for Young's Motorsports. And uh, since Spencer was late coming in, I had played the the uh, Steve Phelps teleconference. So we're going to go ahead and restart that because I want all of our listeners to hear what NASCAR has in the upcoming weeks. Like I know. Uh, like Spencer and I talked about, we're, we're probably going to be down and out for at least seven weeks. But I want you to listen to Steve Phelps. St- Steve Phelps there from NASCAR. Hey, thank you, uh, and welcome, everyone, to uh, and have, uh, to today's media teleconference here with NASCAR President Steve Phelps. Uh, we appreciate you all making the time. Uh, we also realize that you have a number of questions for Steve here today. And we're going to try to get through as many questions as we have. Um, for this teleconference, we're, we're planning to set aside 20 minutes, uh, a lot of activity going on here, as you might imagine. So we're going to try to get through as many as we can and uh, do the best we can with that. And with that said, I'll turn it over to NASCAR's president, Dee Phelps. Thank you, Eric. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you uh, joining us today. Uh, I'm just make a quick opening statement, as, as I typically do, and then uh, open it up for questions. So um, as Eric said, I want to thank you for, for joining us today. 
Um, we know you have a number of questions and we appreciate your patience as we've worked through what is an incredibly fluid process, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Um, hopefully we can answer uh, a bunch of your questions, but understand that there are many more that we simply do not have answers for at this time. We're navigating this process with the entire industry and look forward to providing further details when they're finalized. Uh, we're working through both the complexity of our sport and our many industry stakeholders, as well as the complexity of this pandemic and its impact on our daily lives. I would like to express my gratitude to you, the media, our teams, our drivers, the racetracks, and everyone in the industry for their incredible patience and cooperation over the past week. These clearly are unprecedented times um, with informa information changing by the hour. Collectively, our industry has made several difficult decisions, all with one thought in mind, the health and safety of our fans, our competitors, employees, and everyone in the industry. The situation we are facing transcends the world of sports. What is most important now is that we take precautions to, to keep everyone as safe as possible during these challenging times. With that, I'm happy to answer questions. And once again, to our phone audience today, that is star and one, if you would like to ask a question. We'll hear first from the line of Dustin Long at NBC Sports. Please go ahead. Your line is open, sir. Thank you. Uh, Steve, a couple questions. Uh, when you look at uh, trying to figure out the remaining 2020 schedule, uh, are you looking at uh, midweek races, double hitters, racing during the Olympic breaks? What what are the, the options and what is a serious consideration being given by NASCAR at this point? You know, Dustin, we are, um, and most, most importantly, we, we intend to race, um, you know, the, all our 36 points paying, uh, points races, as well as the all-star event. What those look like at this particular point, we're looking broadly about what our options are. Um, you know, this particular point, we, we would like to finish the season um, at, at Phoenix and keep the playoff portion intact. Um, with that said, there will require a lot of different um, opportunities for us to look at. Um, and we're in the process of doing that. So no specifics around midweek races or, you know, I've heard about double headers and different, different things. So at this particular point, a lot of things on the, on the, um, on the table for us to look at working with our race teams, working with our racetracks to make sure that, you know, the, the things that are, that we're putting on the table are feasible for us to do. Also ask you about just about the team. Uh, certainly there's some questions with the sport being shut down for a couple of months about uh, finances. Uh, is there a way, uh, I guess a lack of a better term, a subsidy for teams in any of the national series or an essence of like a parent giving a child an advance on allowance uh, race winning at some point to, in some degree to kind of help teams move along or is anything to discuss about uh, helping teams financially through the next couple months. Yeah, I think that what I would say there, Dustin, no specifics around, you know, around um, subsidies or anything of that nature. We are working with our teams uh, closely to have them, uh, you know, industry-wide to make sure that, you know, we are all financially viable moving forward during this, you know, kind of during this, um, uh, you know, postponement of our races. Thank you. Next, we'll hear from the line of Jim Butter at Motorsport, excuse me, Motorsport.com. Thanks, Steve. Um, two quick, two questions. One, uh, one first question is, how do you envision going about the process of deciding the start back of the season? Uh, is it possible that you could start back uh, with events that do not have fans? Or do you anticipate waiting to start back uh, when you can start back on like a regular race weekend? Yeah, that's a that's a, a good question, Jim. I think the way we view this is kind of how we view Atlanta, um, which is, you know, we need to make sure that we are keeping our competitors um, and those that are at the racetracks, our race teams, our officials. We need to have the you know the health of those folks. You know, kind of that's paramount for us. Um, would we consider racing without fans at some point, um, you know, to get back racing more quickly without fans? 
that's a consider in the consideration set. I don't know. It's just it's it's work. It's changing so rapidly, and you know what it means for mass mass gatherings and what's that number. And again, we'll we'll work with our our health officials, and you know we're working with a number of um, infectious disease um, professionals that uh, are going to help us through what that looks like and whether it makes sense for us to race without fans or um, or have the, our first race be back with fans. And secondly, earlier today, uh, there was a bulletin about the banning of testing um, except for the next-gen-related car issues. Uh, at this time, do you anticipate that there could be any postponement to the next-generation debut of next season, uh, or is it too early to tell? And Jim, I think it's just too early to tell. You know, we are are working um, dil diligently to try to stay on schedule. Um, you know, there continues to have barriers that are put in front of us, and um, and we will have to adapt to those as we uh, as they come. Thank you very much. Next, we'll hear from the line of Claire Lang at Sirius NASCAR Radio. Please go ahead. Thank you. Steve, a lot of times when we describe after talking to you or this call to the fans, uh, people will throw ideas out, uh, they'll throw their ideas and they'll kind of come up with things that may not even be physically possible or might not understand what you guys have to do in order to get okays to do things. How much of what you do is mandated, uh, you know, or required by the networks or, uh, you know, what are the obstacles in uh, generically to try to put the schedule back together? Yeah, we're, that's a good question, Claire. So we are working with our, uh, you know, with our our media partners, uh, with Fox, with NBC. Um, if you kind of consider what is going to happen, hopefully, um, you know, there's, we're in this period right now where um, the major sports are are shut down right now from participating. Um, at some point soon, we hope to all get back to to finding that escape that our fans are all looking for and, in our case, get back to racing. Um, so we are working with Fox and with NBC to understand what windows might be available, and that will come as, as we develop the schedule. Um, it, it is complex for sure, um, and, but both partners have, been, have shown great willingness to try to work with us uh, and obviously we with the other sports to to find windows to, to get back to racing in our in our case. And there's the fact, Steve, that lots of sports will come all of a sudden. Every sport will be back at it. Make it really, really tough. And with the two-week period that we were off for the Olympics, will that be open to you? Or would one network require that you not do that? You know what I'm saying? Do we have that ability? Yeah, so I would say, again, nothing's been decided at this particular point, Clara, with respect to those two weeks. But will it be a, a crowded landscape of television landscape with a lot of different sports on? Yes, it's going to be. Um, and I think that, you know, again, we'll work with we'll work with our television partners to find the appropriate windows so we can get back racing and, and make sure our fans get the opportunity to to see that racing. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. We'll hear from the line of Davey Siegel with FrontStretch.com. Please go ahead. Um, I was curious um, if you could give us some insight into how much NASCAR looked at the landscape of sports in general and what other sports leagues and sanctioned bodies were doing in terms of postponements and cancellations. And if so, how much did what those specific entities did play into your guys' decisions when they came down in terms of uh, the announcement of no fans, and then the postponement of the season. Yeah, we listen, obviously we have a, a lens to what other folks are doing, but we needed to look through our own lens of of what was going to make make the most sense for for our fans and then ultimately for, you know, our competitors uh, and and the folks that work on the race team and our, and our own employees, frankly, our own officials. So, um so did we have an understanding that these things were happening with other sports? Of course. Um, but we needed to look at it as it relates to to our specific f facility at, you know, in this example, the first example being uh, Atlanta and then and then Homestead, Miami. So that's what we looked at, um, and we 
we tried to run it with without fans, and then we made a determination that you know what, it's probably probably not in the best interest to do that, and that's which is why we had postponed those two events. Thank you. Next, we'll hear from the line of Bob Pockrath at Fox Sports. Please go ahead. Prioritize like what are. What are you looking for when trying to reschedule races? I mean, obviously, midweek races might be more of a hassle for teams, but that versus double headers, you know, if fans are in a venue that has two races, they may prefer to go to the track twice, separate times, rather than two races over the same weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's a prioritizing, Bob, as much as, you know, we have to look at it based on you have so many different variables, so many different factors that will come into play. And I, I wouldn't say it's a prioritization. It's, it's understanding what's available to us. It's understanding, you know, the races that we've had to, to, um, that we've had to postpone and what is the best way to, to, to get them fit back into a schedule. So we'll take a holistic a holistic view of what it is. Um, you know, not specifically, Hey, how are we going to prioritize one versus another? And also, how much are you working on potential having to postpone more races? I mean, and or how confident are your experts telling you that you should be able to be back racing by early May? Yeah, I think for us, Bob, we are, we're concentrating on, on getting back and racing at Martinsville. You know, we'll have to do scenario planning that will look different than that, but right now our priority is to get back to racing at Martinsville. Thank you. That was NASCAR president there, Steve Phelps, uh, addressing the media there for a teleconference about the midst of this COVID-19 there. And uh, Bob Pockers there asking his, his, his final question. But, again, uh, we're going to get ready to sign off here from Talladega, Alabama. I want to thank Spencer Board for taking time out to call in there from Young's Motorsports. And we're going to keep doing our weekly radio show because we're going we're gonna to have stuff to talk about. But, again, Thank you very much. I want to thank that caller, John, for calling in and talking to Spencer. And we will talk to you next Tuesday night live from Talladega, Alabama. Again, I'm Tennis Spain alongside of Suzanne. We will talk to you next Tuesday night. So